Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh. G'day, thanks so much for being a year-round carnival customer. It's our big Saturday preview. Obviously, we did a deep dive yesterday. Vince Accardi from Daily Sectionals, mate. We uh, we had some good rain yesterday. Maybe we won't, good's the wrong word for it, but it looks like we're at a soft six and a clear radar, so we'll get a fair fight. Well, this is good news, isn't it? It means at least during the course of the day, you won't get any further chop out than whatever that ground condition is. And pretty much reflective of what you were saying yesterday morning, you sort of said this is S6, S7, so you factored in horses who, who, who needed the, their toe in the ground but not necessarily the swimmers. Correct. Yep. All right, well, let's pick it up from the uh, from where we left off, I suppose. Let's just recap those four group ones before we uh, look for the first time at those other races. In the uh, might and power here, Animo is the dominant favourite. Oh, by the way, if you're getting this for the first time, please get the race speed profiles out, the final edition. This is meant to be an accompaniment for it. And uh, Vince, obviously, you were very confident yesterday that it's a case of if the lameness is not an issue, this should be uh, his race. Just all gets back down to that. If the races run slow, I don't know how they beat it. If the races run fast, I don't know how they beat it. It really is a scenario. If the horse fit well and healthy, which, of course, this is what we assume, but not even a trainer is going to be able to know under race pressure is when the lameness could become a problem again, and hopefully it's not going to be the case. And we're just going to see a horse is going to be just too good, Ralphie. <laughs> We like that. We like hearing that. And speaking of too good, well, your summary for Golden Mile here is this. He was a particularly good winner two starts back. He had genuine excuses last start. The engagement with Jay Mack to ride as a plus. While he's, on better, while he's better on dry ground, the conditions are vital as they could play a role in his winning chances. He's clearly the best horse in this race. And, and this is the thing. He's not the best horse by a short way. He's actually got a bit of a gap on the competition. The only thing that will help a couple of other performers do really well is we've got a scenario this is going to be a race of strategy, and therefore it could really assist horses like I'm Thunderstruck to a certain extent. And even Zark is always going to oh, Sorry, be... I'm moving on now to the guineas. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. Right. Okay, right. No, no we've, we've, we've covered that, but unless okay. there's anything bad, sorry about that. Right. No, no, I was referring to Golden Mile, your summation there. Well, yes, well, Golden Mile is just going to get purely down to ground conditions, Ralphie, and it is, again, the superior horse by a fair way. Now, you uh, you, you uh, included Berkeley Square. This is from yesterday into, into your final edition. There's been good money for it Saturday morning. Well, this is a horse that can't be underestimated in terms of its profile. It does show a footprint that it's going to be able to handle some given the ground. It's got a WTI, which for me, even though it's not a high one, 3.9, the reality is for the shape of this field, that's like very solid and probably coming into the race with the condition of not knowing a couple of the runners, whether they can or can't handle it, it's probably a top three in terms of wet track profile, which is good. Uh, in the... Uh, in the... <sighs> Turek, again, um, and we're hoping it's a day for dominant favourites on these quaddy legs. That's what you were thinking yesterday. You summed up, I wish I win. He's a lightly raced talent. He's improved around three lengths from the movie 
Moody camp so far. He won an excellent fashion last start. Shapes is the one they all have to beat. We would prefer him on dry ground, on ground, sorry, on ground, no worse than S6. She's not franked on going worse than that. That is pretty much what we're expecting. So if that's the case, it's uh, it's him and uh, it's his race to lose. Well, it really is, Rafi. And is this the horse that could emerge if, if they're going this way and whether they're going to chance their arm up to 2,000 metres? Is this the horse that becomes the next cock? Is he nominating the cox plate? I believe he is, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, we might be just seeing the emergence of this horse and could this be the horse that tests a, a runner-like anime? Because at the moment, it's all one race affairs everywhere. <laughs> well, we don't mind that. If they get, if the good things win as we want them to. And uh, and speaking of which, in the last, we also have a, have a solid favourite there in Zapateo. Uh, any uh, any further thoughts since uh, yesterday? Well, the runner that I really wanted to sort of push up was... Give a, give a positive view on is another reward. Profiles very strongly, has excellent WTI, and I'm not s- sure if we've seen the very best of this horse, and it, it's quite possible we may see what it's really capable of today. So I'm giving it a lot of respect in this race. I just want, oh, I'll better put the reverse uh, gear on just for uh, for the two rack because you made a good case yesterday for call sign Mav. As much as twenty six dollars is available today. Well, Ralphie, I, I, no matter how you look at it, the horse is just, it, it's a, it's, it, well, use the language, it's a bullshit price. $26, well, it's impossible. The horse should be single digits. That's it. Now, it doesn't mean, does that mean you're a better chance of beating I wish, I wish? No, but it's definitely a runner that would not shock me at all if it runs second or third, and if something bad, you know, like when I say something bad, if there's bad traffic or the horse can't get this as I wish, I wish, or for some reason it just didn't want to stretch out in the ground condition, then I wouldn't be surprised at all for wins because this horse has got plenty of ability and is in top form now. Okay, let's. Uh, that's the the end of the uh, the group ones that we covered yesterday. Let's flick to the top of the uh, of the top of the race list here. Obviously, you give the uh, the two year olds a miss in race one, race two, old flame. Um, now we we do our work separately <laughs> as far yes. as our previews concerned. Obviously, I study all your data. I was delighted to see that you had regards Marie second because. Um, I think it's it's a good price, a very good price at around about $10. But Old Flame, obviously in top order and entitled to be favourite. Well, you can't fault the profile of, of the horse of Old Flame. It's very, very uh, solid in terms of its current profile. Okay, it's 0.2 above benchmark. I still see it trending upwards, which is a, a big plus for me. Ground conditions-wise... I don't believe the horse would want it any worse than what it's come up. So if it happens to race worse than that, that's probably a negative. The right rider engaged. Very difficult to see this horse not finding a top three finish. And regards, Marie, just uh, your, your point of view there. You haven't written it up on your race speed profiles, only because of space and time constraints. But what, what's your thoughts there? Because you got it second and it's $10 price. My view is this. From a first up to first up campaign, this is last preparation, slightly behind. But if I compare it to two preps back, it's definitely forward of that. So my view is this. I do have an expectation this horse will break benchmark. It doesn't have to go far above it to really test old flame. I kept it on top in terms of the, the dashboard because I do have an expectation this horse is going to run plus half to plus one. What's my caveat? My caveat is... I'm not really sure how Old Flame will go on a wet track versus regards Marie. And this is the issue 
technically for both of them. They're around a plus two and a half to four range for both these runners. But yeah, it's it's hard in the race. Who's the superior wet tracker? I have to give the, at this stage. I have to say, Regards Marie's got a, an edge on of flame in terms of track condition at the moment. And and overall in the race, who's the best wet tracker in the race? From when we're talking about overall in the race, the two runners that really stand up is Mordo, Mord, Mordivia, and yeah. the, the other runner is Cardinal Gem. Okay, race three. Um, yeah, I thought it was a bit of a raffle. That's pretty much the way you've come across this moderate. Uh, I can't see you you playing though in the way you approach your, your business. No, it's definitely not a race for me. The only positive is the two horses that are scored up solid in the air mazes, one, two. They definitely get through the ground and not going to have any challenges there. Well, Nanagui, $6. See you in heaven, $26 as much available. Yeah, well, that's a joke. <laughs> we, we like jokes. The market get it, gets it wrong sometimes. Hopefully we get it right. As far as the, uh, the, fifth, uh, the, sorry, the fourth race is concerned there, uh, Gravina. Frankie Pino, Prince of Boom, Amish Boy. Start with Gravina. Huge race to race, uh, dif- difference of uh, early speed uh, at Sandown. Yeah, well, this is another horse that profiles really well, Ralphie, in terms of the setup for this particular race at this distance race. I, I can't fault it. The big improvement from first up to second up was huge. It was in excess of six lengths. So that's another big plus for this particular runner. It is a horse that will have no issues at all getting through wet ground. So I don't see that as a problem. The only variable is, of course, from a WTI, it's only got the the slow indicator on, so it's, it's showing like a, a virtually a benchmark minus point a point seven. But there is a performance at Ramwick last campaign where, when the ground was bottomless, it produced a plus sixteen, Ralphie. So I don't think that's going to be any issues. <laughs> So we, we should uh, conclude by just me, uh, in race four by mentioning Frankie Pino because there's times to take big odds and, and value is an interest, always an interesting proposition. But when you've got a horse uh, as much as I think about $18 at uh, time of uh, saying this, Vince, is available, uh, what we know is what he did first up last prep at Warnable was excellent and on very wet ground. Yeah, I, I feel the stable's been strategic here as well. I, I, I have a sense that they know this horse is above average. And they've made the right move. They've kept a short break. They've probably kept this horse in work with very little time off in in in, a, in an opportunity where they might be able to pinch early spring race. And this is this is an ideal race for it. Right up to this class, Warnerboard produced a one point six, and then then to Frank at, at the start after it produced a one point five at Morphville when it was beaten a couple of lengths. And if you look at the way this horse closed, very very solid. I'd be giving this horse a lot of respect and it shouldn't be left out of any multis or quaddies. My, my, my strongest opinion in race five, the Herbert Power, was uh, was Saracen Knight. It was crazy short odds at $4. I thought there were several chances and uh, and seemingly, yeah, that, that's the way you're approaching this with your race speed profiles. Uh, this is for race five, Ralphie? Yes. <sighs> yeah, goodness me, Ralphie. <sighs> oh. Oh, oh, yes, Markham. Persian, Desert Icon, they're all good horses, Ralphie, but this is this is not easy for me. Yep. Go wide if you're playing or don't play at all. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely watching. <laughs> now let's finish off because we've got several uh, short price horses today, and this might be uh, might be the first of them that uh, that gets the money. Paul Lely, what's your uh, what's your final assessment here with Paul Lely at the short price? Oh, from one angle, like I'll be really keen to launch into this runner, but. On the other side is 
do we really want 1200 as opposed to 1100 i'm just taking a scenario here small field james getting into the lanes and potentially from a class point of view just being too good i mean i've marked the horse as low as i could 2.2 above and it's in it's the strongest in the field ralphie even on the on the distance range it also comes out on top and this is why i sort of went down that path saying well if I'm going to go into any runner, I have to be really with Paul Laley. I really can't be with anybody else. Otherwise, I've got to stay out. For, from in the boat's perspective, it had Betfair Itis uh, first up, uh, reflecting a horse that had goals ahead. Five weeks between runs, two good jump outs. What's his best compared to uh, what he did first up? Yes. There's been a bit okay. of money for it. That's, that's the reason I'll bring well, it up. Well, that doesn't surprise me. If we look at its absolute best, there is a 4.4 from Mooney Valley going back to January of this year, so that's a big plus. Around that, if I look at the Sandown performance at 1100, uh, the sale performance, sorry, at 1100, was 2.6 above, very solid. The two Caulfield runs, around that 0.7 plus one range. So I, I do have a feel that this horse is probably sitting as a mid-twos runner, and it'll be a real test to see how it's going to handle itself in what I would consider to be the best competition if Paul Laley turns up and really delivers at 1100. As always, we really appreciate the support of our fantastic customers. Best of luck today. Gamble responsibly. And uh, hopefully we're all high-fiving Monday when we review today's great race meeting at Caulfield.